peace. What up, kings and queens? Your boy Jacoby Ryan. And thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the More I Know, The More I Don't podcast. This is now episode number eight. And, man, I appreciate y'all. Um, if, if you're returning, um, I appreciate you listening again, taking the time. Um, if this is new to you, this is your first time, I appreciate you taking the time out and giving this a shot. Hopefully I provide value enough for you to keep coming back. Um, yeah, man, so it's it's week eight. Uh, no small talk, just dropped on Friday. Um, I mean, it's week, week 10 and around the corner. Um, I'm excited, man. Uh, but my apologies for getting these to y'all so late today. I had some complications last night and, and this morning, um, but we got it. We got it on Monday still. Uh, so thank y'all for y'all's patience. Um, and of course, we got the video dropping tomorrow um, on Tuesday. And uh, of course, we got March starting this this week. You know what I'm saying? So we two months down, ten ten to go. You feel me? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, and mad love to everybody who's been showing love on the whole movement and the whole campaign. The podcast, the songs, um, the whole shindig, I appreciate it, man, for real. It, it goes a long way. It's not the easiest thing in the world, you know. And, um, there are going to be some times when I'll be pretty transparent about what's going on. Um, and just the, the suffering, things like that, just to bring y'all on the journey. But we'll get to that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I appreciate y'all, for real. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get into what we got to talk about today. And uh, let's get it. So, first things first, rest in peace, Uncle Phil, of course. Um, but what I want to talk about today, man, is something that I recently learned over the past probably two or three years is hella valuable um, that translates over to business as well. I mean, I learned it initially. Um, they're both the same concepts, but I learned them in, in two different books. So, the first uh, concept that I want to get into is how there are two planes of existence for us to live through on, on Earth as humans. Uh, the first is the plane of existence based on scarcity. The other one is the plane of existence based on abundance. Um, and I got this from the uh, the science of getting rich a couple years ago. Um, and basically it talks about how people fall into two categories. Everybody does. Um, either they live out of scarcity or they live out of abundance. Um, when you live out of scarcity, basically you're living out of this idea that there are, there's a limited amount of resources in the world. Um, you have to get what you what you can get, um, and for you to get what you need, you have to take from somebody else. Um, that's the mentality that most people operate in, where it's like, I got to get mine. Fuck if you get yours. Uh, this is what matters, you know what I'm saying? And no matter what, even if I got to take it from you, I have to have mine. Um, it's, it's the type that's scared to share information, is let me be exclusive, let me, they don't need to know about this or they're gonna take my spot or just acting out of fear basically. Um, so that's the first plane of existence, which is the most common, you know what I'm saying? Um, the second plane of existence is the plane of existence out of, that's based out of abundance, where it's like, basically it's, it's that as long as I play my part and do my role and follow my purpose and do what I'm supposed to be doing and handle my business and control what I can control, then I'm going to get what I need and what I, what I deserve, what, what, what was, what's for me is going to come to me. You know what I'm saying? There's enough in the world for everybody. And as long as I'm controlling what I can control, controlling what I can control and doing what I can do, all that I can do, um, then I'm going to be cool. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's the idea where like you get information and you spread it. It's like, I, it was valuable for me. So why not to give it to somebody else? Because it's valuable for them too. 
You know what I'm saying? And this is the one that least people, um, the least people, the least amount of people operate out of, where it's an idea that like, hey, that's enough for everybody out here. I'm going to be good just to help other people, you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to get mine in return. Um, but not even doing it because you're going to get it in return, but just doing it because that gave you value. So why not give that same value to somebody else if you know how valuable it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, and as I learned that concept, I've, I've, I mean, everybody I meet, I see that. I see those two uh, mentalities. And, and it's interesting just to seeing how, I mean, there are good people who have that scarcity mentality. And, like, having a scarcity mentality or abundance mentality doesn't mean you're a good person or a bad person. Um, but it's just interesting to see those actual mentalities that I read about and learned about in the book being played out in real people that I actually know that I've known for a long time. Um, so that becomes relevant because uh, I was talking to somebody this past week and we were talking about they gave me some resources for the campaign. And it was like, yeah, but don't tell nobody. And for me, it was like, man, like, I'm a person who, like, if I read a book, I got to give it to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if I get a good piece of information, I got to share it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it just gets me so hyped that, like, it's valuable for me. It's like, I got to show somebody else. And it's, it's selfish, really, because I want to I wanna feel good about making them hype. Like, I was hyped when somebody told me. Um, so it's selfish as fuck. Uh, but, but it's dope nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? And I used to operate out of scarcity. Um, but at this point in my life, I've realized, like, that's, that's not going to get me nowhere. And that's acting out of fear. I'm not with doing anything out of fear. I try to um I try to nip that in the butt every time I realize that I'm acting out of fear because I still do it a lot, you know what I'm saying? I think we all do. Um but I try to make sure I'm aware of it and, and try to fix that. Now, the way this translates to business is based on the second book that I wrote called Blue Ocean Strategy. Um which basically it talks about how um in industries there's either a red ocean or a blue ocean. There's it's, it can never be the same. Um so they talked about how the red ocean or let me talk with the blue ocean so steve jobs for example when steve jobs started apple he wasn't trying to up the ante he wasn't trying to be better than anybody else he was trying to create something that had not been created before and and, and follow what vision he had you know what i'm saying <clears throat> so in doing that he created a blue ocean where he 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 was in uncharted waters, you know what I'm saying? Nobody had been there before, but he created this. And now, since he created this infrastructure that nobody else had created, and he hadn't been operating within himself, but he created for himself, that's when the other companies jumped in. Whether you want to talk about computers, whether you talk about iPads, or you want to talk about um, phones, whatever, whatever industry you want to talk about that Apple was in, other co- companies came into that blue ocean. When other companies came in, they started fighting to try to be better than the other person. They was trying to uh, have more memory than Samsung. They was trying to uh, uh, have lower prices than Spotify. They was trying to have lower uh, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like they were they were comparing their growth to somebody else. And that's what a red ocean is, where, of course, the blue ocean was when nobody else was there. Nobody was fighting. It was peaceful. It was good, beautiful. And then everybody else got to the scene and started fighting. So, of course, it becomes bloody, and that's where the Red Ocean um, analogy comes from. So, the reason why that's important is because, I mean, especially in hip-hop, you know, and in, in a lot of different fields as well, um, are based on just competition, where it's like, going back to the first example, like, you either operate out of competing or creating, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's never the same. Um, I read something in a book uh, a couple 
couple of weeks ago, um, they said you cannot like, oh, I'm sorry. If you operate out of competing with people, you'll never reach your full potential. And that that hit me, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the times we compare ourselves to other people or we want to be so competitive but we don't realize that at the same time we're shortchanging ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Because what they're doing ain't, ain't about us. Like what their journey is ain't, ain't our journey. You know what I'm saying? What they have to fight against, we ain't got to fight against. You know what I'm saying? We have two different journeys. So for us to base our growth in any field at any point on anything other than than our ourselves is robbing ourselves of our future. You know what I'm saying? Of our potential, what we can do, of maximizing that potential. Uh, so I feel like that was important to share just because... I feel like anybody can get a lot out of that, no matter what field that you're in or what you do, because it's human nature for us to to, to compare ourselves and want to want to um, be on uh, uh, be better, be on the same level, or they're getting this, why am I not getting this? And that leads to a bunch of bullshit thinking. You know what I'm saying and I'm, I'm as guilty of it as anybody, um, but it's important to just be aware that there are these two planes of existence you can operate out of, because now that I operate out of the create mentality, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like I said last time, like, I can be in the studio and somebody else can go hard, you know what I'm saying? And I don't feel any way about that because they're creating what's best for them, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm, I'm encouraging of that, you know what I'm saying? There's been features that I've given to artists that never got to see the light of day. And I don't know if it's because they thought I came harder or whatever, or they was comparing themselves. I don't know, but I, I'd like to think so. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't understand why people would allow that comparison to rob us, everybody, of our art. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't, it does like it makes sense because we're humans and we don't make sense as humans. And that's why it doesn't make sense to me. Um, and that, there, there are examples everywhere about that where we compare ourselves uh to to different things that aren't nearly uh our picture, you know what I'm saying? But we compare ourselves to it and if we don't add it to those standards, like I was reading um this uh book by Steve Stout about how like some artists compare themselves to like um uh uh Young Dolph. Let's let's, let's use him for example. Uh, for y'all who don't know who Young Dolph is, let's say Christina Aguilera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whoever you know about that's a, that's a, a big star in, in whatever music you listen to. Um, and a lot of local artists compare themselves to these huge artists and be like, all right, they put a video out and they put they put it on World Star. So I need to do that. You know what I'm saying? But they don't think about the fact that they also have, that big artist also has a machine behind them that's pushing them on World Star and on YouTube and on uh, uh, anywhere that you can post that, that's going to get the market to list to watch it, you know what I'm saying? Whereas a local artist doesn't have all those resources, so maybe putting it on, on World Star isn't the best option for that artist. Um, and so I say, I, I bring a full circle to say we have to create what's best for us, you know what I'm saying? We have to create out of ourselves and not compete with other people. Um, and I speak for myself, so if you feel like you operate better out of competition, go ahead. Um, but like even when I played basketball, like I looking back on it now, I wasn't a very competitive person. You know what I'm saying? Like I was very about, very much about winning, and I very I hated losing. But like I, I didn't, I didn't care about competing like that. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was like I'ma just be the nicest nigga out here, 
for me, you know what I'm saying, just to know that I've been putting in the work to handle my business on the court like I need to, and I'm in full control of myself on the court, and I'm not at the mercy of somebody else, which I mean, I found myself on the wrong side of the coin a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that was the point for me was just, just creating, and I didn't understand, uh, or I, was, I wasn't able to articulate that at all until I read this book. But, I mean, now that I'm aware of it, it helps me on my daily walk because I, I can just see, like, all right, this is about me. This is about me creating what I and, and following and falling in love with my process and my journey, uh, which of course goes back to the last podcast as well. So, um, yeah, man, uh, just two planes of existence: out of creation or out of competition, out of abundance or out of scarce scarcity, or blue ocean out of red ocean. Uh, understand the difference between those things, and I think that could help a lot. Uh, no small talk. Let's get into it, man. As a matter of fact, as a small little blurb, I mean, just because we talk about music, um, even what I just talked about with create, create versus compete, you know what I'm saying? Being a hip-hop as a hip-hop artist, people people claim that hip-hop is, it has to be competition. Like, it has to be. And I understand that's where it was rooted at. That's where it came out of. I get it. It's a part of hip-hop. But it's not required in hip-hop. Like, like for me, I don't, my goal is not to be the best. Like, I'm not trying to be the 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 best nigga in Oklahoma or the best rapper ever. Like that's not, especially the fact that music is so subjective. I feel like that's the most pointless, corny shit to, to be about where it's like, I want to be the best. How can you be the best to, to, to anybody when they can decide who they like best? You know what I'm saying? There's not a certain protocol to say who's the best. Jay-Z been around for 20 years, 25 years. He's, you still can't just say he's the best. It's just so subjective. You know what I'm saying? You won't get an argument out of me. He's the best to me, and I won't argue with about it. I don't. I won't argue with you about it. That's why I don't do the top fives and none of that. Cause it's like it's so subjective. Basketball too. I mean, to an extent. But like when I make music, I don't. I don't do it to compete with nobody. Like this is an art, and I could be damned if I like beef. I, like with rap beef, I would never beef with somebody. Like I would never take three minutes to 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 talk down on another man. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't take writing time to think about another man and how I can take him down. Like, that shit corny to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grown-ass man. Why, why would I spend time out of my life doing that? Um, and furthermore, art is such a personal thing for me. Like, I, I don't base it on the, 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 the Grammys. I don't base it on how many listeners I get. I don't base it on um, who are sharing my stuff? Yeah, all that stuff is nice, but those are all vanity metrics. You know what I'm saying? I, for me, it's more so, do I feel good about putting this out? Do I feel like I'm saying something? Do I feel like this is accurately conveying what I'm trying to say? Uh, do I feel like in 30 years, I'm going to be ashamed of this? You know what I'm saying? Those are the things I try to go off of just to make sure that I'm getting better myself and I'm maximizing the potential that I have and, and just giving my gift back to the world, to the universe, to the creator. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, uh, uh, the creator's gift to you is life, and, and your, your gift back to the creator is what you do with that life. Um, and I can't, I can't fathom spending the time out of that life to come at another man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that just don't make sense to me. Um, so another thing about competing and creating, like, don't feel like because whatever filled you in, that's the, that's the status quo. You got to be that. Like, make your blue ocean. You know what I'm saying? Be the first one. Like, like that's why I like LeBron so much because 
people would kind of downplay his greatness is because he's not this hard nose fuck you, uh, uh, lone wolf cat. Like he's he's a leader that's this vocal, that's friendly, that um is acceptance tolerant. Uh, I mean he's just a different type of cat. You know what I'm saying? And there that doesn't take away from his greatness at all. It just means he a different kind of leader that we ain't seen before. You know what I'm saying? That we haven't seen on a scale like that before. So um. Always be yourself, even if that means going against the status quo, especially if that means going against the status quo, because you know what? Fuck the status quo. But back to no small talk. So, as I'm assuming you can infer from the song title, uh, I don't like small talk at all, man. Like, if I'm on the elevator, I I, I'm, I do it. I'd be like, hey, how's the weather? How how you doing today? Just the standard questions. And I, it make me cringe when I ask them, because I know it's making a weird-ass conversation. Um, but that's, of course, that's where this song came from. It's just me hating that, that small talk, you know what I'm saying? Just the, and I feel like I hate it because it's status quo. It's like, it's politically correct, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I don't want you to feel like I don't like you, so I'm going to ask you how your day is, things like that. And, and I hate feeling like that, but I do it still, you know what I'm saying? Just because, I mean, I guess that's conditioning, whatever. But I'm the type of person that, like, I meet you five minutes ago and I'm already asking you, what's your passion? What are you passionate about? I'm asking you why. Five million times. There are plenty of people who tell me I ask too many questions, and if somebody says that. Usually, I, I don't feel like I'm a good where we're gonna we're gonna mesh very well. Just because I'd rather ask questions than talk uh, myself. I'd rather you talk me listen. Um, but at the end of the day, um, the song was really just about the fact that I'm so um, passionate. Matter of fact, I, this book I'm reading by Steve Stout is called The Tanning of America how hip-hop changed um, basically the economy, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he talks about how uh, how hip-hop essentially, um, really, I mean, at its most fundamental core, the definition of hip-hop is the force of aspiration. And that that's really what I, uh, now knowing how to articulate that, looking back on how I was coming out of college 2013, around that area, uh, I was very, very inspired, very, very ambitious, <clears throat> and uh, I just knew that I wanted to do so much, and I, and I still know that I want to do so much, and I still have that same fire, which is I'm grateful for because it's not common, and, I, and I'm aware that it's like, it's it's not easy to keep that fire burning like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, from where I was to where I am now, um, I mean, I don't think people understand, like when I came to Oklahoma City, I didn't know anybody, you know what I'm saying? And just this earlier this 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 year, I was featured in, in the Gazette as one of the artists who are um, doing a lot for Oklahoma City, you know, for Oklahoma, and and that's that's a, that's a blessing. You know, what I'm saying I'm grateful for that, because um, it ain't gotta be that way. Um, I was gonna do, I was gonna do all everything in my power to make it happen off top, but it don't it didn't have to fall in my favor like that, and things still are still lining up. You know, what I'm saying so. I'm grateful for everything, um, but. When I started, I wrote this back in like 2014, 2015 maybe. Um, and I was just at a time in my life where there was a lot I knew I wanted to do. There was a lot that I was trying to learn about. And there was a lot of questions I had just as far as how to make these stuff happen. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know anybody who had done it before. And a lot of people who I was around <clears throat> were trying to give advice and help, whatever. But what I'm trying to do, like, I'm not just going to meet somebody just every day. I mean, really commonly at all. 
that has done it before. You know what I'm saying? So I take all that advice with a grain of salt and I take all that because all of it seems to be very generic, very general things that we all know. Um, just, just like what small talk is, you know what I'm saying? And I was just so frustrated with, with voicing my, my questions and, and what I needed to, to make this shit happen. And I was getting the same bullshit and it just felt like regurgitated bullshit, either self glorifying or, um, just really, uh, automated responses. You know what I'm saying? It just wasn't really stuff that I could use. And I was just like, man, like. I want to do all this, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to put myself in no box. I want to have a family, but I still want to be this mogul. I still want to travel. I still want to raise a family. I still want to do all these different things, you know what I'm saying? But I haven't seen anybody do it. So so I'm going to figure it out some way. So it it honestly became a type of thing where I'm asking the creator, like, and that's that's what I've learned to do now and grown to do is, like, when I have questions, Last thing I ask is another man because, like, yeah, you can give me the best advice in the world, but at the same time, we have different journeys, you know what I'm saying? That's why I don't give advice to people myself because I would rather you find your own answers than me try to tell you what I know, um, whether it's in good intention or whether it's out of me trying to act like or try or trying to – I just maybe I just want to tell you what I know so you know I know, so I feel good about that. Um, whatever the intention is, it's just like I'd rather you learn it yourself than me knock you off your path trying to tell you what worked for me you know what i'm saying like if people ask me for advice i'll give my experience and be like yo this is what happened for me this is what i thought about this is how it worked out so on and so forth if it works for you great if it doesn't great like you don't have to use anything and i, and I found a lot of people often give their advice or give um pointers and low-key have this unspoken requirement like you have to you you need to use this it's like you're not in charge of that. You know what I'm saying? Like that person that you're telling it to is in charge of that. And for me, if you really value that person and what they're trying to do, you wouldn't feel like they had to use what you said because it's not about you. It got nothing to do with you. Um, so when I when I wrote this song, it was just like, I'm tired of asking people who, who, who don't really either have the tools to give me or don't want to admit they don't have the tools to give me. And I need to know what's going on because life is short. I need to know. You know what I'm saying? Let's 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 get it. Like where is it at? Um, so that's where the whole song concept come from came from. Um, and this is also at a time where I was going out to shows. I mean, I just came to Oklahoma City really, um, and I by myself. You know what I'm saying? And it was just I was putting in all this work and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm reading and I'm emailing ten twenty emails just to try to get some posts. I'm trying to do go to these shows, uh, performing for two people, performing for nobody. Um, I remember I was like for my first few, probably first year or so. I mean, every show I went to, like, it'd be like 30 people on stage and I'd be next. And when the artist left, it would be the sound man and the promoter there. And they'd be the only ones in the crowd and they'd be talking to each other the whole time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm performing for nobody, but I knew I had to do that because that's, I'm paying my dues. Like, I'm learning about the journey. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've read about Eminem, 50, um, Pac, Biggie, um, Kendrick Lamar. Everybody has had them, them spots where they started, and they weren't performing for nobody. They were performing for three people, four people, you know what I'm saying? But they was but they were passionate about it. They understood that was the process, you know what I'm saying? So I had a couple of years of that. Um, and, and just going through that, a lot of the times I felt this insecurity and was like, man, am I good enough? Um, man, it's just really like, am I wasting my time? I just out here looking stupid for no reason. 
But that made me more dedicated to my craft. That made me more committed. That made me want to take more risks. That made that made this worth more to me. You know what I'm saying? Like the value of my music and my artistry and hip hop increased as I went through the, the lows and the bullshit. Cause it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had to face what my why was. When you at your lowest, like <clears throat> when you do anything, like say anything physical, you know what I'm saying? You always reach this point where it's like, man, I'm tired as fuck. Is this worth it? And then it becomes, why am I doing this? I'm stupid as fuck for trying to run three miles in, in 100 degree weather to try and lose weight. Why am I, is this worth it? You know what I'm saying? And and that's why I believe that your why is the most important thing. Because when you know why, when you get asked them questions at your, at your, at your limit, at your lowest, when you're running them three miles or when you're lifting them weights, you ask yourself, why am I doing this? And when you know your why, it's like an automatic response, like, because this is what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because this, whatever your why is, whatever that may be to you. And and for me, my why was simply like, nobody came out of Lawton like this. Like, nobody came from Lawton and, and, and continued to claim Lawton. Nobody came out of Lawton and showed us that we can do what these teachers are telling us that we can do. Um, nobody created generational wealth in my family like that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> These are a few of my whys. Um, and, of course, my passion. Like, it's just my purpose. What I, what, is, what I feel like is my purpose. So, um, no small talk. Past Friday. Um, stream that on all the sites now. It's releasing everywhere now. We added SoundCloud, of course. Um, the video dropping tomorrow. Um, listen to the song. If you have any more questions, um, feel free to ask me on any mediums. Um, like I said, man, I really appreciate y'all listening um, and, and, and giving me uh the respect to to grow with you and to to witness and experience how much i'm growing and how much uh i'm figuring this stuff out as i go um man like it means a lot to me for real um so no small talk week number eight uh video coming out tomorrow make sure y'all listen to the rap podcast every friday um and i'm gonna start plugging a lot of my other things here too um but yeah, man, thank y'all once again for another week of listening to your boy. Thank y'all for being patient with me. Um, thank y'all for all y'all's feedback. And of course, if you're listening to it on any of these um, uh, Apple Music, Google, any of that, rate it, review it. That helps a lot. Excuse me. Um, make sure you uh, share with your friends if you if, it, if it's valuable for you. Only if it's valuable for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You'll never get the chokehold marketing from me like I, I don't need you to do anything if that's not what you want to do you feel me um but thank y'all um this has been another week of the more i know the more i don't podcast until next week be great peace